Um, John is the godfather of AI and HR. Uh, he publishes some of the coolest and most thought-provoking stuff that's out there in the area of HR and, uh, and AI. If you haven't read some of his stuff, check it out on hrexaminer.com. He's been showcased uh, at HR Tech a number of times, and recently he's published a very thorough uh, index to intelligent technology in HR uh, that uh, can be also downloaded on the HR Examiner site. So, John, welcome, and uh, thank you for uh, joining us on short notice. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for, thanks for bringing me into your process. So before uh, uh, I let Kristen sort of walk us through a demo of the product and really illustrate how AI can be used to enhance the uh, passive candidate experience, John, I wanted to spend a few minutes just having a little bit of a dialogue uh, with you and getting your perspective on a few things. And I wanted to start with just a quick question. Uh, from your perspective, and I love some of the things you said before our uh, webinar during lunch today, which is what's really wrong with the passive candidate experience uh, kind of from where you sit? Well, you know, one one of the things I start off with is I'm not much of a believer in the idea that uh, the problem with the world is that candidates aren't getting a good enough experience. I think that's kind of a, an overblown assertion. The idea that what you're supposed to do is give everybody who touches you, whether you ask them to or not, a good time. Um, it's like you'd never get out of the mall if you did that in the mall, and you'd never stay in business if you did that with everybody who shoplifted from you. So um, I, I don't believe that just because somebody applies, they're entitled to something. Um, they're entitled to uh, apply. Um, now, there's, there's another layer to that. One of the things that we're going to talk about today in general is that um, the kinds of people we're talking about recruiting here, passive candidates. Passive candidate means not looking for a job currently. And so, so these people who are not looking for a job currently um, tend to, based on demand for people in their profession, tend to get bombarded by recruiters. And so the quality of their lives is one of having to use increasingly sophisticated email filters to be able to get their basic job done because they're buried in crap from recruiters. And if you want to see this at all, just go read Reddit about what I hate about recruiters. And there are plenty of stories about why people don't like to get mail from recruiters. Um, now, that means <laughs> that there's an enormous opportunity that's being missed. If I'm not looking for a job and somebody approaches me with the right story at the right time, you can cause me to have a change in my life, right? The, the potential for a quality experience for somebody who's not looking for work is extraordinary. But in order to do that, you have to stand out from all the noise and you have to be able to understand what's going to turn that person on and you have to be able to understand what to do once you've turned them on, right? So engagement, the, the process of having an extraordinary and compelling relationship with somebody that you want to court for a job is like engagement is anywhere. It's, it's, a, it's an attract and turn on and then build a fire kind of thing, and you don't do that by asking a thousand people to dance, right? This is this is more 
specific than that. You cannot really execute interesting levels of interaction with potential employees if you're talking to a thousand at a time. That's exactly right. And that's probably a good lead in, right? Is, is kind of from your perspective, with all the noise around AI and machine learning in the area of recruiting, kind of what, what's your perspective on how AI can play a role in creating this engagement and really, as I like to say, narrowing in on the funnel in terms of the individuals that you should be engaging in the first place? Well, there, there are a couple of things, right? In order to do the recruiting job well, you have to do some relative volume things. And, the, you know, the cheap way to be a recruiter is you send out a thousand emails and you get a response rate of 0.5%. And that, that nets you, what's 0.5% of a thousand, five responses. Or if you want to do it in a way that's liable to be more effective and more successful, you pick 10 and you hand cultivate those relationships and you get five who are excited to be in the game. You don't get five who are, who are not so burnt out as to not answer the spam. You get five who are interested in working with you. Right? And so, so what intelligent tools, I don't believe there's any AI in recruiting. Let me, let me be clear about that. I've, I've, okay. not, I've not seen a single bit of AI yet. Um, but you can have intelligent tools that allow you to identify the people who are most likely to be interested and get some coaching on what the right gateway tagline in the email is and the sorts of topics that they'd be interested in talking about, right? And, and, and you can do that at scale with intelligent tools. That's fair, that's fair. Speaking of intelligent tools, you published this report that you called the Index of Intelligent Technology in HR, and you listed Engage as uh, sort of the leader in sourcing acceleration. Kind of what's your, what's your definition of sourcing acceleration, and kind of how did you come to that, uh, that sort of category and conclusion? Well, so, so for me, sourcing acceleration means, like sourcing, so, you know, you probably don't know this, but, but 25 years ago, I was traipsing around the country with a projector and a 300-slide deck giving two-day presentations on how to do Boolean search to find candidates, right? And, geez, well, you, you know, I, I, did, I did that for a number of years, and it was a, it was a great, if extremely tiring, business. And what people wanted was lists, long, long lists of stuff so that they could do what they do today, which is spam those lists. The, the tendency of recruiters to do minimum amounts of research and maximum amounts of communication with, with repetitive stuff, that's, that's, that's sort of a normal trait. Um, sourcing acceleration, right? The, the sourcing process starts with, I got a job, I got a feel I need to figure out who'd be good in it and ends up with a candidate, right? And there's some amount of time. Sourcing acceleration, is how do you cut that down and get a better result? So that's the category. And the reason that engaged talent is in that category is that with the, with the, the product is amazing and it's, it's, almost, it's almost tempting to call it AI because there's so much data concentrated into such a small space. Right. Um, 
But what's really going on here is there are models of employee lifecycle and there are models of what happens inside of companies that allow you to see who's available, who's going to be available, who's got an itch, right? And, and so if you're, if you're going to sell any itch cream, you want to know who's got an itch and you don't want to sell the people who don't have an itch. <laughs> yeah. I love your analogies, John. <laughs> That's great. That's great, John. So. I guess uh, you know I promised our uh, our uh, our folks on the phone 20 minutes 20 to 25 minutes today uh, before I hand it over to Kristen to kind of walk through a demo and talk about the ultimate passive candidate experience are there any last uh, words that you have for uh, the audience well I'll tell you what I have been sitting I've been here sitting through demos of uh, the product and what's interesting to me is what you can do in a phone call with the uh, Chrome extension for this thing, uh -huh. the Chrome extension you should sh you should show them that, Chris. The, the Chrome extension tells you what the things are that will motivate somebody out of their job into the next one, um, and gives you um, tips about how to construct pieces of email that will allow you to move on to that topic, and it's awesome. It's just awesome. Thank you. No, and it's interesting, you know, that, that resonates with a lot of our customers as well, that sort of Chrome extension. And the reason is if there's one line that we hear multiple times a day from the people that we're talking to that are interested and engaged, it's where we've been using LinkedIn Recruiter forever. It's not enough. We're not finding the people that we need. We need to do something different. We need to do something else. And I like to call our Chrome extension sort of a gateway drug of it without without making you change your existing workflow and tool set, it is a phenomenal way to incorporate a new type of research and prioritization um, to what you're doing today to find new people and to really reach out to them in a more effective manner. So um, we you know, find that people start there and then when they realize the amount of context and information that they can find about somebody quickly that maybe they wouldn't have found in those traditional channels, it becomes an incentive to start your process in a new way and begin with you know, beginning a search or beginning your sourcing efforts maybe in a different pond than the one everybody else is fishing in. Imagine if you knew, if you knew everybody that you talked to, you could go to their LinkedIn profile and get a sense of where they were in their time with their current company and how they were feeling about it. And have that come not from some super creepy um, going, through, going through their social media trash kind of thing, but have it come from an intelligent data analysis of the news about their company and the and the dynamics that are operating in their industry. So you have a sense of the world that they're operating in rather than something that is weirder and grosser than that. That's, that's the other thing that's exciting here. 